a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Are bundle customers willing to upgrade their internet services? Our guest today has an answer to that and other similar questions. Hello, I'm Stephen Smith, and joining us today on Story Connect, the podcast, is Laura Withers. Laura is Director of Communications for NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. Welcome back to the show, Laura. Thanks, Stephen. Great to be back. Now, NTCA has just published the 2016 Bundling Survey Report. And uh, to begin with, tell us a little bit about that report and who participates in these surveys. Great. Well, this is a report that we just produced based on a survey we did of our membership earlier this year in uh, 2016. And it's also a a survey that we have produced in the past, um, most recently in 2012. We do these survey reports every four years to gauge uh, our members' progress towards various marketing goals. And in this case, uh, our focus is on bundling of services. And I would say um, the report is based on participation by our member companies, which um, would be any of the uh, more than 800 uh, co-ops or commercial companies in our membership. Uh, we typically get about a 20% response rate from the, the survey, and I believe that's what we got with, with this 2016 survey. Um, but more specifically, we had commercial company representation uh, in this uh, survey report uh, that was higher than what we've seen in the past. Um, our commercial company participation was um, 39% this time of the total participation, and that's up from, I think, about 29% in the uh, 2010 survey. Um, to me, that just means that Following the unification of our industry a few years ago, we're getting more commercial companies along with co-ops to participate in this survey and and tell us about their bundling activities. Well, okay, Laura, according to the report, uh, how satisfied are the rural telco customers with the bundle offerings that are available to them? We actually found in this report that our respondents, our telco respondents, are more satisfied with their bundles than they were in the previous report. And um, you'll find that the report touches a lot on the triple play, which is um, voice, internet, and video. And the triple play has become a very common offering for telcos that are in all three areas, um, uh, offering voice, video, and internet services. And uh, 90% of our survey participants actually said that their triple plays were meeting or exceeding their expectations. Um, Another area that we focus on in the report is the quad play, and that would be adding wireless service to voice, internet, and video. And alternatively uh, to the triple play, we actually found in the report that the quad play is not as successful for our telcos with 65% of our survey participants saying that that bundle was not meeting their expectations. Hmm, That's interesting. So the addition of the wireless uh, really brought those uh, satisfaction numbers down. Yeah, I think 
that that might be because some of our members are struggling with the value proposition for some of their cellular services and that they're finding the pricing of a quad play to a customer might be pushing them beyond what they're comfortable with, um, which sort of underlines what a theme that we see in the report, um, that the triple play is, is really something um, our members are focusing more on and really trying to push their, their customers into a triple play that um, makes more sense for them. Hmm, interesting. Um, and I'll, I'll talk more about this at the end of our episode today, but uh, Laura will give us information on where our listeners can download and uh, it, where, where they can go in and buy the report and uh, access all this information that will help them make some decisions. So um, my next question, Laura, is... The, of course, in 2015, the FCC increased its minimum internet speeds uh, to qualify as broadband, going up to 25 megabits per second uh, download and 3 meg upload. Uh, was this reflected in the results of the survey? Yeah, actually, this is a, uh, a great theme and a great trend that we're seeing even across um, some of our other industry reports, not, not just this bundling report. Um, towards our members offering higher speeds of service, of, of broadband service, and seeing their customers really embrace those, those higher speeds. Um, so with regard to this uh, report, um, it found that um, more than half of the respondents uh, to this report are offering Internet speeds of more than 10 megabits per second, and um, almost um, uh, three-quarters are uh, offering upload speeds of, of more than uh, one megabit per, per second, which is actually quadruple uh, what we saw in 2012. Um, so the report goes into a lot more detail with figures and, and charts on actual um, progress since the 2012 uh, survey report. But um, that, uh, that very impressive improvement in um, in speeds also uh, is matched in, in another report that we did earlier this year um, um, on our website that's available on our website, uh, just about uh, speeds generally available to uh, customers of our member companies. And that report found that 85% of, of our member companies are offering to their service territories uh, speeds in excess of 10 megabits per second, and 71% uh, are offering speeds of greater than 25 megabits per second. So I think that shows great progress towards those new FCC speed benchmarks for what they consider broadband. Um, and, and just going back to the bundling report, um, it this report shows how uh, we see telcos um, bringing those speeds into their into how they're bundling their services, and the success that they've seen in uh, in pricing those speeds and uh, helping their uh, customers embrace those those new bundles. Well, in working with um, many telcos uh, through uh, WordSouth, a content marketing company, we have um, of course seen the struggle that uh, telcos face with pricing their bundles, uh, finding what the market will bear, yet being able to, you know, cover their costs and certainly dealing, uh, if they're, 
you know, triple play and videos in that bundle that, you know, dealing with the ever increasing programming costs and retransmission fees and things of that nature. Does uh, this report contain any information on uh, pricing and things that the other telcos have faced? It does. It, it, I'll just be honest. It doesn't go into a great amount of detail on mechanisms for creating pricing, but it does ask how, uh, for example, um, our members are pricing their triple play bundles and um, shows, um, again, quite an impressive increase in uh, the pricing of a triple play um, over the 2012 results from the same survey and uh, goes into a little bit more detail than I can probably explain here, but I will just say one of the most impressive things that I saw is the highest pricing tier uh, that we we ask about in the survey, uh, which is $130 or more for a triple play bundle, uh, received a lot more um, response than any other uh, pricing tier that we ask about. Uh, 32% of the folks that took this survey and responded to a question about how much they charge for a triple play told us that they are now charging more than $130 or $130 or more uh, for that bundle. And in comparison, um, we didn't even ask for that amount in the survey in 2012. The highest, uh, the highest pricing uh, tier that we asked about in 2012 was 120 to 129.99 um, for the highest uh, uh, pricing tier uh, in 2012. So we are seeing our members, um, our telcos, uh, push their customers into a little bit higher pricing for some of their bundles. And um, in 2016, 32% of them uh, said that is uh, the level at which they're pricing their triple play compared to um, you know, uh, some other uh, smaller percentages that are charging um, $100 or, or more um, for those, those services. That'll be interesting to see in that survey report. Um, well, Laura, are there, were, there, were there any concerns uh, that came out of the report? Anything that the rural telcos might need to address in terms of their strategy uh, that to take into the bundling? Yeah, we do ask a couple questions about um, concerns with bundling strategies, ways that telcos are using bundles to market their services, and uh, sort of a surprising thing that, that we saw was um, in the past, I think telcos have really relied on their customer service as um, uh, one of their uh, biggest um, con contributions to their value proposition for their customers. Uh, the fact that they're local companies, that they provide stellar customer service to their customers because they have a vested interest in, in making sure that their communities are served well. Um, this report actually showed a decline in um, the number of telcos that said customer service continues to be a leading reason that uh, uh, their customers are choosing their services over maybe other competitors. 
so that was kind of an interesting um, an interesting output of the survey um, and something that telcos may need to think about that maybe they cannot continue to focus entirely on their customer service as a reason to be chosen over a competitor and need to be a little bit more focused on um, the pricing of their services um, or other aspects of their value proposition that may be more uh, uh, valuable to their prospects and their customers. Um, another thing, I, I mentioned the pricing. Another thing that we talk about in the survey is take rates among customers uh, and consumer groups for these bundles. And um, we've seen that the take rates, uh, adoption rates for double and triple bundles have, have remained steady, uh, even as some of those price increases that I mentioned. And only 43% of respondents to this year's survey cited price as a key factor um, driving their bundling uh, success. And that was actually down from 71% that cited that in 2012. Um, so we're seeing that even though they're increasing their pricing, they're finding that their customers are, in, in many cases, uh, willing to accept that um, in, in small increments and uh, that they're finding a way to compete um, without an entirely focusing on their customer service as the sole reason that, uh, that, that their customers are choosing them over a competitor. Yeah, that is a very interesting finding, and um, our listeners will be able to dig deeper into that information by uh, downloading a copy of the bundling report. But uh, before we give that information, Laura, in, um, in summary, uh, how will telcos benefit from this report? What is the reason that they want to, uh, they want to go out and, and order this online right away? Well, this, the, the focus of this report is to provide some benchmarking of industry bundling activities. And um, anytime you download a, a benchmarking report, I think you have you do so with the intention of looking inward at your own company's activities as they relate to the rest of the industry. And uh, so I would say a company would find value in downloading this report to look at um, the offerings that they have right now, uh, the bundles that they're offering, whether that's a quad play, triple play, double play, um, and then how those offerings relate to what the rest of the industry is offering, um, how they're pricing those offerings. And I mentioned, you know, the pricing on the triple play having increased uh, on a whole. Uh, you may want to consider how are we pricing our triple play. And, of course, every market is different, and we do not go into detail in the report about specific markets um, with specific pricing. But, it might give you an idea for what the industry um, as a whole is is doing as far as pricing uh, bundling. And then finally, we do ask a couple questions about ways in which bundling is um, playing a role in marketing tactics and how uh, the company is explaining and uh, marketing certain types of bundles to their customers. So you might get some ideas um, from that that could inform marketing plans and marketing activities. Um, and then lastly, it's just a good report to give you an idea for where the rural telco market is with 
uh, with uh, uh, bundling and pricing its services. Um, if you'd like to kind of get a full picture of the industry um, and maybe not focus so much on, on what that me- means to your company. Um, so I think those are some good reasons that somebody might be interested in this report. Um, and like I said, we do them every four years. We may be looking at doing them more frequently since we've seen some pretty impressive changes over the four years that have happened since 2012. Um, but I think people will find a lot of value in uh, in this report um, and could find value in a lot of different areas depending on your company's uh, current activities. Well, that sounds like some very valuable information, Laura. Uh, tell our listeners how they can order a copy of this bundling report. Sure. It's really easy. You go to our website at ntca.org slash e-store. That's E-S-T-O-R-E. And that will send you right through to our e-store on our website where you can select uh, publications and uh, and then find the 2016 bundling report, survey report. All right. Sounds very easy. Now, speaking of um, bundles, I know there are many reports and uh, things of that nature that NTCA works on and provides uh, lots of valuable information to the membership. And um, there's something that, that you guys have been working on that I think the listeners will be very excited about. And this may be a subject for a whole other uh, episode of Story Connect. But you've done some work on uh, cyber bundles. Tell our listeners a little bit about that. Yeah, this is a new area of focus for us. Uh, cybersecurity, um, obviously a hot topic right now when um, you're seeing in the news um, that uh, there have been some very high-profile cases of cyber attacks on uh, um, uh, for-profit uh, companies. Uh, we just recently saw um, an attack on PayPal, for example, that had some ramifications for uh, folks that do uh, business through PayPal. Uh, Twitter was affected, I think, not too long ago by some cyber attacks. And uh, it's an area that our industry is looking at very seriously, um, as uh, any other Internet service provider would. NTCA has been uh, providing some resources to our members in this area through uh, programming at a conference that we had this fall in Washington, D.C. And then now this uh, report that we have released and uh, that is also available on our e-store for purchase um, that we're calling uh, the Cyber Bundle. It's actually uh, a bundle of three reports. Uh, the first is sort of a primer on cybersecurity mitigation and gives companies an idea for how to start or continue um, and a focus on mitigating cyber threats at a, at a telco and then uh, ways that they could put a cybersecurity plan in place at their company um, to secure against attacks in the future using some resources that the federal government has made available uh, to Internet providers and telecom providers in an effort to create some sort of industry best practices for mitigating threats. So that's a a pretty comprehensive report that I believe is more than 20 pages long and includes some samples of uh, ways that you can start a cyber mitigation plan at your company involving a whole host of people. You know, it's something that will need to involve 
your uh, your management, your IT staff, your PR and communications staff, and there's some tools in that uh, piece of the bundle that uh, give you an idea for where to start and how to how to uh, get this conversation started. The second piece of the cyber bundle is actually a um, Excel document that provides um, sort of a checklist uh, or a to-do list um, that would help uh, the company apply some of these guidelines that the federal government has created um, to to the company's operations. So that's sort of uh, uh, something that's intended to help the company operationalize their cyber mitigation plan. Um, and then the third piece of the bundle is um, are some industry resources. Uh, it's really just some links and some contact information and some more information about other industry resources and federal government resources that the company can take advantage of to, again, inform their cybersecurity uh, plan. Um, and uh, all three of those pieces come together in one package uh, that you purchase, again, through our e-store Everything gets delivered to you electronically at the same time, and all three pieces go together very well uh, in, in kind of a, a bundle of, of resources to help um, those cybersecurity practices. Oh, and that's, there's a lot of value, sounds like, in, um, in both those reports. And so I encourage your listeners to visit ntca.org slash eStore and look at the resources provided there. Laura, it's been great visiting with you again. I appreciate you coming back on uh, Story Connect the podcast. Well, thank you, Stephen. It's always great to talk with you and appreciate the time to talk about these uh, great publications that we've just produced. My guest today has been Laura Withers. She's the Director of Communications for NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. This is Stephen Smith, your host of Story Connect the podcast, and we appreciate you tuning in and listening. You can find... Uh, Story Connect, the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Download and subscribe. We appreciate you listening. Tune in next time. And until then, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.